I live on a, I live off of, believe nothing you hear, believe everything you see. Because men, people can say, oh, I'm down for you, I'm down for you. Okay. Some shit then went down. Okay, you said you was down for me? You got me, right? Oh, well, I'm down for you in an emotional, t- no, 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 no. I'm the type of bitch that if you say you are what you say, prove that you say that you are what you say. Transparency is everything. Um, however, I do, like I said, I've lived. I have lived. And I do believe that if you have enough, cir- enough evidence to come to your own conclusion that this may be, there may be a gray area here, Nah, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not, I, I will say this, having a black or white type of narrative to me has gotten me in trouble because I used to think like that. I used to think like, oh, the, the guys are in, into this and then they're in, only into this. And then I could not understand like, why am I going to West Angeles church to be saved and sanctified? And why am I being hit on by these men that know that I'm a trans woman and that he has a wife. And I keep telling him that, no, this is not going to go down like this. No, I I don't believe in things like, no, 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 no. But you know what? Circumstances and situations will have you thinking differently. (laughs) I may have morals, but I also have bills. Let's see. He does have a wife, but I got bills that need to be paid. He's offering me a nice little coin for this. And, hey, if I don't take it, the next bitch will. I'm not saying that it's right. I'm not saying that it's wrong. But people do what they have to do. We don't live in a perfect world. Yes. Once again, that was a beautiful, beautiful quote from Outspoken trans woman problematic self-title she self-titles herself problematic fox giselle with uh, another powerful quote from one of her lives um this is me commenting on the circumstance and situations because i do get a lot of my um heteronormative female friends who say well why don't you tell the girlfriend why don't you tell the wife Do you have morals? Just like Fox is saying. And just like Fox is saying, of course we have morals and and we don't want to do that because we would not want that to happen to us. Um, But like she's saying, if he's willing to pay a cute coin for this service, why not? That's, That's what we're basically talking about today. Circumstances and situations. You have this married man who's continuously pressing on you. You know he's married. But you're in a situation yourself. Do you take this $1,000 for a hand job? $1,000 for a blowjob? Like, people think that those numbers aren't real. Especially um, guys who pick up girls off the streets. They don't think when a girl's saying certain numbers that, you know, they have to pay that amount. Because it is girls that that would take less. But I'm telling you, just like a boy in a candy shop... When these guys see something they want and they see something in their eyes that they want and you clearly have something that they want, they're going to come after that. Please understand that 
us being trans women we go through it but you better believe everything else goes through it as well trans men regular men regular women they all go through that as well when someone really wants you and they wave the coin to be able to get you now like fox was saying you know um we don't live in a perfect world we don't and in a perfect world trans girls can go back and tell these girls or these wives what's really going on but what will that do something else fox mentioned in her live was that you know women are going to believe what they want to believe even if you come back and tell them oh my god you know your man was hitting on me your man offered me money girl to do the worst to him my girl some of those girls would still stand with their man and say girl you're a liar and you're a sick queen they would never believe you again because they're always going to put that man first i don't know what it is about masculine energy that <laughs> You know, female are willing to fight for and piss in a circle around them so that you won't go near them. And, oh, it's just crazy. But, you know, all these men are dogs. And <laughs> I can say that because I know from the few years I've been transitioning, I know that all these tricks equate to being a dog. This guy comfortably said to me the other day, what's going on with you i'm with my girl you feel so comfortable saying that to me not knowing how disrespectful that is to not only me but her as well that you're comfortably texting someone that you've done sexual acts with and the thing is he is a fool because i cut him off he must have thought that i was cool with that oh i'm here with my girl are you an idiot you must be don't worry blocked because don't say no stuff like that mind you i didn't even know i've never been that type i've had guys complain to me about wives girlfriends baby mothers whatever and they openly say it as if i feel the same way i feel like i'm about to go on a detour because i, I kind of think guys think trans women think the same way they think about women Hopefully that made sense. But I have to say that guys must think that. Because I get so many complaints as if I'm in a fucking complaint department. About how they feel about genetic women and this and that. You have to understand that I don't see women the same way you do. You see women as a prison sentence. I see women as friends, um, associates, you know, glamazons. You know, I, that's what I see them as. You know, these guys complain, like I said, as if I work in a complaint department. You know, she keep nagging at me. She want me to wash the baby. Well, didn't you help create the baby? And the thing is, it's not like I'm on a side. <laughs> I talk to them regular. I talk to them about whatever. And I talk to them regular. Please understand that I don't. Because most times after I find out, I cut them off. When I tell y'all, it has, oh my God, it has been men who, who, who is in the lives of people who are in my life. And let's say me and you are cool. 
I never met your boyfriend before, but I know that you have one. I'm hooking up with people. I don't I don't know who your boyfriend is. We have an outing. Double D. You bring a D, I bring a D. We get there. Who is your boyfriend? A guy who wanted to be dealt with relentlessly, honey. He couldn't get enough. And I have to sit here at this event looking at him, looking at her, just thinking. Because he gives the children macho macho, never did this, never did that, never would do this, never would do that vibes all night. And I'm just like, wow. So it's kind of like I'm a spy in a situation. I know who dibbles and dabbles. I know how they feel about their partners. I know how these genetic women feel about trans women because they talk when they don't know that one's in the room. I hear all of this, all of it, honey. And it just goes back to this not being a perfect world. Circumstances and situations will show you who you really are, you know? Um, I was introduced to the life of trickery, sugar babies and stuff like that by men, by men. By men, it was never an older queen who introduced me to the life. You know, a friend, a cousin, a family member. No. It was a man, sweetie. Because the first man I told no to said, how much do I have to give you for? Because this man happened to be, yes, a white man. Could not take that I was saying no to him with my body. It's a very different feeling when you first go through that. It's also a different feeling when you realize your body is not your own. That's, you know, a different story. I don't even know if I want to touch on it, but you start to realize that this is not, you know, just of me. This is what they want as well. To the point that it's it's a service. What my body offers is a service to you that you're willing to pay for because originally I said no so what did you do you changed the situation and you said well I'm willing to pay you for it how much because the fact that you said no means nothing to me one way or another I'm getting what I want and that is the mentality of a man I promise you that I promise you that because not only was I introduced to life that way, getting money, I was also introduced that not all guys are dumb. Um, it's happened to me twice, and this is kind of personal, but you know, it is what it is. We tell our stories to hopefully help someone, you know, be able to cope with their or be able to tell people about their story, but um. Happened to me twice. One time was a hookup, and the other time was with someone I was in love with. Um, both times I was completely taken advantage of. Um, and like, you know, when it's really, really like, if you guys ever want a clue into when someone's raped, listen to them talk. And I promise you, it's something about time. 
the first time I just couldn't take my eyes off the clock just waiting for it to end and end it was like the longest three minutes of my life and then the second time I felt like my body was lifting out of my spirit because I'm just like I really love him and he's doing this to me and he feels regular about it. I confronted him. The first guy I didn't confront because I couldn't believe it happened. I tried to tell two of my family members, but of course they don't hear it. They ignore it. It is what it is. The second person it happened with, I confronted him because his action showed me he saw nothing wrong with what he did so i had to tell him to see what he was going to say and of course oh really i thought you wanted it you never said no i'm sure i said no you never said stop i know i said stop so i don't understand it and then i was laying there like a corpse you want the cookie that bad that you're willing to fuck someone who's corpse-like? Like, how could you think I was into it to the point that I was laying there dead like a fish? So you like things that are dead in the bedroom? Hey, it's a thing. It's a thing. Necrophiliac. Ain't that what it's called? <laughs> it's a thing. Girl, I just can't. Like... It just goes back to circumstances and situations. We don't live in a perfect world. These men are not perfect. And these men want what they want. That's the moral of this whole conversation. These men want what they want. They want what they want. And, you know, they'll take it financially. They'll take it physically these guys want what they want please understand that especially this new age we, we living in girl please telling a man no uh, you better hope you're not dealing with a man who knows his place in this world because sadly and i have to say sadly men are still at the top of the food chain you know um I remember this customer told me in his household they could not eat until their father came home. So even if the food was completely completed, dessert is ready, honey. But until his father came home, they weren't allowed to eat dinner. Yeah, think about that. You know, we can we're sitting here, we're home, but we can't eat until your ass come through the door. It's a man's world. But understand it wouldn't be nothing without me and my girls yes you know men when they get in their superiority they feel like they can do anything honey you know a man is always shocked when he's killed women are not always shocked when they're killed because you know society shows women as being a weaker sex men are always surprised when they're killed i promise you guys that Men are always surprised when they kill because men have a superiority complex. Nothing can hurt me. Nothing can kill me. Men are always surprised when they're killed. Even suicides, whatever. They're surprised. You know, I'm going to live through this. I can't die. They're surprised when they're killed. Women are not the same. And it's sad, but it just shows you, you know. Like I said, I was introduced to life. To the life. 
by um, a girl or any community. I was introduced to the life by men, quote unquote straight men, introduced me to the life, young girl. Um, at pool parties and stuff. Oh, I was a teenager trying to, and jacuzzis and stuff with CEOs and white white men and you know all this was just new to me. You know, being put into the situation as a young girl, I was 16, 17, learning the life, learning the life, learning my position. All of that started pool parties, jacuzzis, and payouts, and stuff like this high school hoe. All this happened off of me saying no. The first thing I said to this person was no. He said, are you in? No. How much I gotta pay you? That's what I'm talking about. How I got out of the life, I'll tell you guys, because you know, it was not easy. I was a very young girl. Um. I just feel like I'm going to take the time to tell this story. I know this is kind of opposite of what the podcast was about, but I do want to tell the story for any girl who is in this circumstance. Um, it was not easy because you have to understand and kind of respect the situation that I was in. Um, yeah, and I'm telling my truth right now. I don't know if any of my family or anything will hear this specifically you know who once you hear this you'll know who you are in this story so i was living with my sister and we were going through a circumstance you know she was working very hard me in high school and she just had a baby girl so at that time i think i was i was a little active because i was seeing this um college age guy whatever so I was seeing him and we wanted to get some weed and drinks or whatever so we were hanging outside this bar and we got this guy's attention and he said you know can you get us some drinks so he got us some drinks and he told the guy I was with I, I can probably say his name but because I think he's locked up but um and he said tell your friend she's pretty so he was like oh you know he think you pretty and i'm like oh i don't care you got this stuff you know me i'm very oblivia you know me so long story short we get in his car to drink the stuff and he's just so interested he wants to take me out on a date i'm like what you know this is impossible so javon is like um well that's his name javon was like this is what you're going to do. You're going to go out with him. You're going to get some money and stuff like that. So I'm just like, oh my God, okay, whatever. No, very low self-esteem. I had nothing. I had no one. Very low self-esteem. Very beautiful girl, but I, my self-esteem was trash. So mind you, I was very skinny at the time, but I had my long hair. Because I had cornrows since elementary school. So in high school, I had finally straightened my hair right girl i was skinny all around no boobs no ass just a little teenage little girl for real so the date happened um and when he came to bring me home um i did let him come up but when he wanted to have sex i said no he said how much is it gonna cost me i was very naive 
very naive. So I said 500. He said I got three on me. So <laughs> we had, and the interesting thing is I can't remember it at all. So that must was a, a memory I tried to wipe out. But we had, and he enjoyed himself, and um, he said he would contact me again, and he did. Now the we had met maybe like three times before leading up to us actually going out places we would go out but it was like kitty stuff you know i was in high school i really didn't know a lot then eventually we started going to houses he would say um wear a nice dress he would get me these cute little dresses and i used to have to hide them because at this time i wasn't really transgendered i just was very um androgynous you know i looked completely female so I had to hide this stuff, you know, I'm hiding stuff, I'm stuffing stuff in the closet, you know, um, but he always wanted me in a cute dress. So I'm in the dress or whatever. And the first house we go to, we drove for a while, honey. You couldn't tell me I wasn't going to be dead. You couldn't tell me I wasn't going to end up on the eight o'clock news. So um, we went out to the house and it was just like a, a lot of important people at least people i felt looked important you know i was very young um very naive um it just was all so new to me i didn't really speak because i felt like what i had to say didn't matter i felt very small in that room now it became a certain type of scene where I started to see where other young kids were gathered. So, of course, I went over there with them. I don't really know what these CEO hoes talking about. So, I'm going with the kids and stuff. And I remember I came across um, a white girl and this white boy. I, I kind of forget the white boy name, but let's call him Austin. Um, maybe Dustin. Well, anyway, because he's kind of important too. But the girl's important too. Anyway, so we all kind of connected and we kind of all knew what we were to this party anyway so eventually without us noticing you start to see the wives dwindling off the wives start to lean so <laughs> the one guy tells us you know go in the back room put on bathing suits so we we do it you know whatever so we go out to the jacuzzi part so as we're just playing you know <laughs> playing in the water and stuff you start to see the the guys coming out and co-mingling with us and it was a few other kids but not too many and um because it was way more adult men to children so that night um i only had to work with two guys because you know me i was a specialty item so you know they had to be really into it but i know more than that wanted me but one thing i can say about that guy is he was good about my money he would ask me how much do you want to get back by tonight whatever number i said i promise you i made a little bit more so that's what that was now i did a few few more of these type of parties but then I started to think like what if somebody at school finds out what if something happens now at this time we had laptops and stuff so I was talking with you know Dustin and Sophie let's say that's what their names was 
and they said are you ready to go away on the trip and I was like what trip they was like well you know they taking some of us overseas or whatever and you know you come in and stuff like that and um Dustin and her were working on a song because they told them like producers were going to be over there and stuff like that they said they wanted me to get in on it so that <laughs> we can be like a group and stuff like it this is so cute um but that's like the also the week I knew I had to get out of it because I'm just like I'm not traveling I already feel like every time I leave out I could be killed it just was a lot so what I ended up doing was <sighs> um he had me meet with this one guy very very cute black guy oh he, oh he's still one of the top lookers I've ever had he's a very um cocoa skin black guy glasses complete geek but he paid for the doll so I remember when it came time for sex or whatever um I just couldn't take like I really could not take him and I was like why do you want to be with me and he was like what do you mean I said why do you want to be with me and he said because you look like a girl I said yeah but I'm not like I started to make him think oh, girl that's the worst thing you can do especially with a John that's the worst thing you can do so of course he must have went back and told and the guy was like he don't want to do business with me no more and stuff like that and I could have really changed the game and stuff like that and I'm just like okay but the sad thing is after I was like removed or whatever for making a John think um I never heard from Dustin and Sophie again. The last thing I heard from them was maybe a week or two after that. They had sent me the song that they made. <laughs> but I have never heard from them again. I, the boy, Dustin tried to reach out to me. I, I want to say maybe in recent years. But I don't know where they are. Like, wherever he is, it's this poor signal. It's it's not a lot you know and they're not on social media i just really do think that's still in the life and it's something that's hard to get out of because it's kind of like if you're not working it then you become one of the the lookers seekers if you will um so yeah i mean that's all i'm really going to talk about i have so many stories but this is basically just say circumstances and situations you never know we, we don't live in a perfect world. I want to thank you guys for listening. If you're new to my channel, simply subscribe. Always leave me a comment below. And remember, I will see you in my next video. Bye! <laughs>